What's happening? Will Freeman, RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com talking to you today about how to have better friendships, specifically friendships with guys. And I think this is an extremely underrated um, area in personal development and an extremely important area that you have good relationships and that you have good guy friends in your life, all right? Because the reality is a quality guy friend is worth his weight in gold and they're rare. Okay. You're lucky to have five guys, five solid friends in your lifetime. Truly. Now it's something you might not realize if you're a bit younger, but as you get older, you realize how rare a solid stand up, accountable, high integrity guy is. Okay. So especially as you age, it becomes harder to find. It comes to the point where in high school, you you had a ton of friends and it was hard to get laid. Whereas when you get older, it's easy to get laid, but it's much harder to find a friend, especially a good guy friend. All right. So a lot of guys might have friends. A lot, I'm sure, you know, everyone listening to this video has friends, but the average male friendship, male friendship from a lifestyle design perspective, from a lifestyle optimization uh, perspective is horrible the average male friendship is absolutely horrible okay it is a pissing contest it's guys talking over each other it's guys breaking rapport it's guys busting each other other's balls all the time it's guys you know where instead of if you have a problem you don't want to go to your friends you want to um keep that to yourself so that no one makes fun of you uh guys are negative complaining about their job and their wives or their girlfriends or this and that and, you know, a lot of guys are not high energy, they're not positive, they're not uh, pumping up your state, they're not listening to you when you speak. I mean, I see it all around me. I remember from high school, I remember it, 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 is, it is very, very bad. I would say the average, just the average male friendship is bad, especially if you are the guy at the bottom. Okay, if you're the guy at the bottom of the crew and you're the guy who everyone can steal off of and just you know, shit on, it's horrendous. This is a, a, a horrendous uh, situation. And I'm sure you don't have to think too far to think of these examples from high school, from university, and, you know, even in the workplace when you go out with colleagues and stuff like that, it is not a close, comfortable, happy, um, you know, consistently happy environment with a bunch of cool guys. That's, that's on the rarer side for guys to find. However, it's 100% possible, okay? And you can look back, like I remember in middle school, middle school, grade seven, grade eight is the first time you start getting money and you're, we were allowed to go out to eat for lunch. Grade one to six, you had to, you know, bring your lunch, mom made your lunch, your peanut butter sandwich. You had to sit there in school and you had to sit there in the cafeteria, but grade seven and eight, we can go, for, go out to eat for lunch. And I remember so clearly, like we'd go to the pizza place to have a slice of pizza and play Street Fighter, the actual arcade game, all right? Because this is, this is back in the day, all right? And the guy who was last to finish his pizza was just left behind. It was no, let me wait for you. It was, we'd all fight each other to get to the front of the line to be the first one there. And then it was a race to finish your food. And whoever finished first, those guys would be ready to go. And the guy who was still the slowest, who got there last, who was still eating his pizza and who couldn't eat it quickly enough, it wasn't just like, 
let me wait for you guys. It was just like, okay, we're going. We're going, and this and the guy has to trail after everyone else with his greasy pizza dripping all over the paper plate, and he's walking down the side of the street trying to eat all awkward and shit. <laughs> it was like there was it, it was it's just savages. It's like the the law of the jungle, no manners, complete savages. That's how it was when you when you're younger, and I mean things get better as you got older, but even then, like if you can take that that male friendship all the way to the end. Go to any proper barber shop, okay? I'm talking about not a fucking hair salon. I'm talking about a fucking old school barber shop where it's either Italian guys or Greek guys and they're in their fucking 70s and they always got the, a joke and they've got, uh, you know, the pro wrestle cream to give you a proper shave and they, you know, they can do the haircut in their sleep. So there's the barbers are 70 and then there's like five or six guys in their 70s who are just in the chairs, they're not in the barber's chairs, but they're just sitting in the in the chairs where you wait to get a haircut. And they don't work there, but they're there reading a magazine. Sometimes they help sweep up. They're just there for the conversation. And they've been going there for 40 years. And now they're retired and, and they're sitting there and make chit-chat with the barbers. And listen to those guys talk. None of them are listening to each other. They're all talking at each other. And they all talk about, oh, this politician, he doesn't know what he's doing. And no one actually listens and engages to what the other guy said. They just talk over him about, no, it's my opinion, right? And they just go at each other for like two hours, you know, busting each other's balls and not listening to the conversation and just, you know, like, like it's a very bizarre thing, right? It's, it's, but they want to be there. They want to be there, um, not getting listened to and, and fighting for, you know, their point in politics and they'll argue with each other for 45 minutes or whatever. And, you know, that's the typical male friendship from, from start to finish. Okay. Now compare that to female friendships where women are so much nicer to each other. Like a girl can break up with her boyfriend and immediately go cry on all her friend's shoulders and have everyone takes care of her. Like, you know, with, with the average guy friendship, they can't do that whatsoever, which is why you know, when I tell you in my video how to get over a breakup, guys actually take breakups much more than women because women have an entire social so circle of girls that they can lean on, plus their family, uh, you know, plus acquaintances, whoever is going to take care of her and tell her it's going to be okay. Whereas guys have nobody. And in fact, if for the average guy, if he comes around and he's actually trying to be real about like how he's fucked up over a girl... His friends are going to make fun of him and call him a pussy and call him a fag and, and tell him to, you know, like lift up his skirt, right? And like the kind of stuff that is is not only not going to help the guy, but like going to put him in an even worse position uh, because he's already fucked up. So it's very important, like if you want to have a high quality of life, you got to have high quality women in your life and you got to have... Um, high quality guys in your life. You want to have good friends, okay? And a lot of you might not even know what a good friendship actually looks like or what a good guy actually looks like, okay? Because you're so used to the status quo. So I'm going to give you seven points of, of what to look for if you're looking to make uh, a new cool guy friend who's like a legit solid guy. So number one, he's a winner, okay? That's the first thing. He has his shit together, okay? You are like, a lot of what you are, are the five people that you surround yourself with, okay? If you're surrounding yourself with five losers, their loser state is going to rub off on you. Their ideas 
their mentality, their view on life. It's like every guy who's a winner is going to have winners for friends. It only makes sense. So you want to hang out with guys who are already cool, already have their shit together, and already winning because you are trying to, hopefully you're trying to win at life and you're trying to do well and you're trying to be successful and you're trying to have all the good things. And obviously you want to surround yourself with people who are like-minded. Okay, so number number two is he's positive, okay? Positivity is like the most important quality. And if you look at any true alpha male or any true like legit guy, he's positive. He's he, You won't see him in a bad mood because he won't show that to you, all right? I don't go out if I'm not in a bad, if I'm in a bad mood. Or if I am in a bad mood and I, and I promise someone I would go out, then I'm gonna pump myself up into state uh, before I get out there to the point where you're not going to see me walking to the bar without a smile on my face, okay? Because that is part of being a winner. It's part of what you're supposed to give to the social interaction. The guy who's negative and bringing you down is like poison, okay? And you don't want to be around the guy whatsoever. Now, the guy doesn't have to be super positive, okay? Like this is my business. I don't expect guys to be as positive as I am. He just doesn't have to be negative. He just can't be taking away from the interaction. It's okay if he's not a super high energy guy, but as long as he's not being negative and taking away from it, then it's all good. All right. So number that's number two. Number three is good energy. Okay. When I, in my book, how to sell, I talk a lot about being in rapport, knowing how to vibe, knowing how to keep rapport, knowing how to, you know, vibe to what the other guy's saying. Like, oh yeah, cool, man. Like, how's that going? Really? Good for you, man. Good for you. Or, or the guy will ask you, you know, a question. You respond with what he's saying. Like you're in tune with the vibe. You give him the report back. And this is one area where every single high level salesman that I worked with, including myself, does this naturally. Uh, this is every every single high uh, social status guy does this. I mean, even super high level guys. Like you know, I, I went down kind of a wormhole, and I've been rest- listening to like these these wrestling podcasts like Steve Austin and Chris Jericho and Ric Flair and every single one of those guys, they're just rapport back to each other. Like every single thing that the guy says is hardcore rapport back to each other. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That was a great time. That was a great time. And you were doing great in that era, weren't you? You had all, all those wins and stuff. And then they, they, you know, it's like that you're, you're giving back to the guy, right? He's, he's putting something out there. You give it to him. You don't disagree. You agree. You amplify. You give back, all right? That will make everyone like you. That alone, that and being a winner, being a high-value guy, uh, being humble, and staying in rapport and having that good energy will make nearly every person that sits down with you want to hang out with you again, all right? And it's very important to find friends who have that same good energy. Number four, integrity. So he's not a scumbag. If a guy ever tells you a story about he, he's laughing about how he fucked someone over, do not ever trust that guy or be friends with him. Okay? Even just one time. Even one time he just tells you about something like that. Like I worked in guys in, in sales with a lot of guys who were sociopaths and you would see them laughing about what they did to a client or whatever. And... I would be friendly with the guys at work to get through the day, but I would know to never, ever trust that motherfucker, right? Because if he can do that to one person, he's going to do that to you at some point, guaranteed, because that's just the type of guy he is. He'll try and fuck your girlfriend or he'll hit you up for money or a, a scumbag does scumbag stuff. That's period. So 
Look out for that. Avoid those guys like the plague. Number five, he's accountable. All right? A man is accountable. He says he's going to be there at a certain time. He responds to your text messages within a certain time frame. He shows up on time. He is able to give you a plan if you ask for it instead of just like, you know, oh, message me that day, bro. Like maybe I'll like, I don't know. Like just a stand-up accountable guy who does what he says says he's going to do, shows up on time. Um, you know, if you call him, he answers his phone or, or responds back to you in a fucking reasonable time frame. That's, that's man behavior. Okay. You know, girl behavior is flaking is not responding is, you know, not accountable. Very, very important. You, you avoid, avoid guys like that because you know, you're just going to get annoyed with them. Right. Number six, masculine. Okay. You want to hang around masculine guys who aren't, um, you know, overly emotional and needy and, um, you know, easily upset and things like that because, you know, that kind of energy is for the, the women in your life, right? It's, you know, if you wanted that energy, you'd be with the women, but you want a group of guys where you can come out and have that masculine energy reinforced, that strength, that, that purpose that's uh, being strong and making your way through life. You want guys who are going to reinforce that in you as a man, okay? You don't want guys who are, who are going to um, not reinforce that and, and take away from that, all right? Now, that's not to say if the guy's upset about something, then you definitely want to give him some consolation and, and hopefully vice versa. But on average, the guy should be masculine and, and able to take care of himself. And, and, you know, when you go out with the boys, you're going up to power up you know, your masculine energy and power up your, your state of mind and, and the idea that you guys are all winning together and moving towards goals and, and things are going well and sort of selling each other on this idea of, you know, you're, you're strong, capable guys and, and this is the winner's circle and things are going well, okay? So that's very important. And number seven, this is the final point on what to look for from a cool guy friend is that he's independent. Okay, he's not dependent on you. So like one thing that will happen when um, it's kind of like I said, it's important to hang around winners is, is if you're hanging around guys who aren't, they might become dependent on you and they'll get upset if you don't meet up with them or, or they want to hang out all the time or, you know, the ideal guys should just be like, whatever you're going to do is cool. Like my best friends from Toronto, I told them I was moving to Thailand and you know, they were happy for me and supported me. Now, I miss those guys and like, I'm sure they, they miss me too to some degree and I wish that I could have brought them out. But like, there was no drama. There was no anything like that because they respect what I want to do as a man and vice versa. And the same goes for my buddy Phil Hawksworth, which you can check out at, he's got a great site, philhawksworth.com. He travels a lot more than I do. I stay in Chiang Mai for the year every other couple months or, you know, every couple months he's off to Vietnam or the Philippines or whatever. And it'll be his last night. We'll go out. I'm like, you know, have fun. Give me a shout when you get back, you know, because it's about respecting that guy's independence. It's never about, well, you're, where are you going? Like, you know, you should stay here, you know, this and that. That is not the kind of guy um, that you want to be friends with because when you become self-actualized, you become independent. So you need guys who are independent as well. When they are dependent on you, when then your independence is going to cause drama for them. 
okay? They're, they're gonna create drama because of your independent lifestyle. Like, you should be able to say to your guys, like, look, I'm going off to, you know, France or Vietnam or whatever for three months, and, and they should be like, hey, man, have a good time. Let's go out for beers before you go. We'll send you away, and, and that's that. Like, a, a, a winner and, like, the right guy to be friends with is a guy who's secure within himself. He's independent. He's got his own stuff going on. He's not dependent on you, and your friendship is, like, um, you know, a bonus on top of all the other stuff that, that he's got going on, okay? So that's very important. Those are the seven keys of what to look for. Now, since you are trying to look for a cool guy to hang out with, that comes back to your role because in life, you're only as good as the value you add. So if you have all these things that you want from another guy, then you have to be able to present value to him. So the first thing is you should be able to present those same seven qualities. Winner, positive, good energy, integrity, accountability, masculinity, independent. If you're looking for that from another guy, you need to be able to project and present that to him. All right. That's the first thing. And that's very important. The other thing you want to do whenever I go out is, is like I said, you want to add value. You want to sit down and think about like, how can I add value to this interaction? All right. Now I'm not, I'm not going out and sitting there logically like Machiavelli, like, mm, how can I calculate to add value to this interaction? No, I'm not thinking that at all. It's completely unconscious and completely natural. But as I'm describing it to you, um, it is about adding value. It's about like, let me sit down and pump up the state of everyone here. Let me ask everyone how they're doing. Let me give guys some compliments. Let me buy a round of drinks. Let me, you know, put value in here. All right. And you can do this anywhere. You can sit down at a bar. You know, I went up to, to pie up in the country the other day, just sat down at a bar, bought a couple of guys, a few drinks, brought them over to my table, start to add value and, you know, ended up having a great time. You can do that anywhere that you go, right? When you have those characteristics and you're adding value, people are going to want to hang out with you, right? Because, you know, everyone wants to hang out with a cool guy who's nice and, and fun and makes them feel good about themselves and, and is adding that positive value and that positive vibe, okay? Everyone wants to be around that. And it's like the most powerful, it's the most powerful thing in the world is adding value and adding that good energy. Okay, so you want to bring that and you always want to bring a positive state. It was like I was saying before, I don't go out unless I'm in a good state, okay? If I'm in a shit mood and I'm just going to sit there at the bar in the corner and fucking drag everyone down, then I'm not going to go out. If I told people I'm going out, then I'm going to um, pump up my state enough so that I can go out and then um, use the interaction to gain more state. But you, you never see me go to, go out and not be smiling and not um, in a good mood. Even if I'm not feeling all the best, I will put on that effort. I will put on the act. I will fake it till I make it. Okay. A lot of you guys might think, well, I shouldn't have to do that with my friends or whatever. And it's like, well, you're doing that with your clients in business. Your close friends deserve at least the same, if not more, right? You know, I would do that eight hours a day in sales, talking to clients that treated me like dirt and putting on a good show for them. So I'm at least going to do that for my friends and everyone else, right? There's no excuse to be walking around with a fucking scowl on your face. That's loser, low consciousness, low level behavior, 
but you need to have the strength of mind and the presence of mind to be able to pump yourself up, okay? It's like, I'm going out. I'm not going to fucking drag everyone else down. I'm going to get myself up, and then I'm going to I'm gonna bring um, everyone up as much as I can because I'm a man, and that's what I do, and everywhere I go, I want to bring that, that positive energy, and if you're really fucked up, then, you know, you just have to stay in for that period of time, and that's it, all right? And... When you get to the interaction, okay, this is what a lot of guys don't do. Okay, you might be masculine, you might be alpha, you might be all these other things, but you also want to let your friends shine, okay? Some guy might show you a picture of a girl that he fucked the last week, and you fucked harder girls than that, okay? But you don't just go, oh man, look at, she's not even hot, look at this girl that I fucked. How many guys do that? Right? How often do you see that shit all the time? Instead of that, to say, oh man, she's hot. Like, that's crazy. How was it? Right? You let the other guys shine. You give, you give everyone that you're out with time to shine. You ask them about what's going on in, in their business. You let them brag about what they're doing right. You give them compliments like that. You build everyone up around you. Okay? You don't just like go out there to shit all over them and not let anybody shine, not let anyone get a word in edgewise, okay? No. If you want to be a true leader or a good leader, it's like you want to raise everyone's value in the interaction. You want to have that mutual value escalation. If you're a true leader you're and, and you have a strong personality and, and you know, you're able to shine when you go out, people are just going to know that naturally. You don't have to put other guys down um, to get your alpha over or get your point across. You can have everyone shine and still be the guy that, that, that people respect. Okay. Um, but they respect you and you're positive. And then that's where guys really are going to want to hang out with you. Okay. That's very important. And the last point about what your role is like, be loyal to guys who are loyal to you. Now that doesn't mean that like, I, I have some, like I said, my friends from Toronto and I haven't seen them in two years. Um, but I'd still be loyal to them. If something was really going down and they, they needed me to come back, I would do that. All right. So being loyal is like, first, firstly, never fucking the guy over, never trying to fuck his girlfriend, never trying to even fuck a girl that he is seeing, um, any kind of saying shit never do. That's the first part. And the second part is like, if he's your true, true friend. Okay. And it takes like two to three years to be able to prove that you should be there if like, he asked you to move at the last minute or, you know, he needs to drive to the airport and like, like that's just like the, 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 the lower level. Like that's like the basic benchmark, right? Be loyal. If you want guys to be loyal to you, then you have to be loyal to them. That's only fair. Okay. However, let them prove their loyalty first before you start doing things for them. Because it takes a couple of years to really get to know if a guy is loyal instead of just pretending to be. Finally, here's what the interactions should look like. So you know what to look for. You know what your role is. Now you should know what the interactions look like. So let me give you an example of my friends from Toronto. We've been friends since we were five. I'm 35. That's 30 years now. We haven't had an argument since we were 10. Going on like 25 years, we haven't had any type of real argument. Maybe 15, okay, but still going on 20 years. 
the first thing about the interaction is it's like no drama. When I hang out with those guys, and I'm going back to Toronto in the summer, it is like we picked up where we left off when we were 13 years old, still joking about the same shit, still, you know, having fun. No drama. No expect. It's like we literally go hang out, we play cards, and, you know, we bust each other's balls a little bit, but never anything where it's like a disrespect, and it's no drama, and within 10 minutes we're laughing, you know, like we were when we were 12 years old. That's the most powerful thing from a male friendship that you should expect is like, it should be fun and no drama every time you hang out. That's what a good male friendship looks like. It's fun and no drama, okay? Everyone's in a positive state. There's a lot of jokes going around. There's a good time to be had, probably a few beers. And then on top of that, there's like mutual respect and rapport and, um, you know, actually engaging in what that guy's doing in his life and like complimenting him on what he's doing, okay? Telling him, I'm happy for you, that's good. Not just like when a guy tells you about his life and you just shit on it like, well, I'm, I'm making more money than you or I had hotter girls than you or this and that. No, it's about that positive state, um, being respectful, being in rapport, having compliments, and then being happy and humorous, all right? It's not about, um, you know, drama. It's also not about like going into all kinds of negative stuff that happened to you. It's like when we get together, there's an obligation, there's a mutual obligation to have a good time. And that's what it's about. And that's what 99% of it should be about. And then there's like 1% of the time where like you might be messed up or your friend is messed up and they call you and they need uh, to lean on you a little bit and you're going to be there for them. But 99 percent of the time the obligation and like the unspoken agreement for the interaction is happy positive no drama mutual respect mutual rapport compliments and by the end of the night you should be going home in a better mood than uh when you came there if you're consistently going home in a worse mood then you need to get rid of those guys your friends should be able to you should be able to be built up your state should be boosted every time that you go out with your boys okay every time it is possible. It is very possible. And I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from experience here. So that is what you should expect. And speaking of, I'm about to take my motorbike up to my friend's country house, uh, just outside of Chiang Mai on the side of a resort, the beautiful view of the man, uh, the mountains. We're going to have a few beers. And this is, uh, my boy Ryan, who I met here in Thailand a couple years ago. And that is what our interaction is like every single time. Every single time. It's the same with my boys back in Toronto, uh, my man Phil. It's always a good time. And I'm telling you, this is 100% possible. And it's a great thing to have. And if you're in a situation where you don't have that and you're coming out of the interaction feeling bad most of the time or even half of the time or even a, a, a third of the time, if you're coming out of your interactions with your friends and not feeling good, then something is seriously wrong and you should look at getting rid of those guys and finding new friends, okay? Because you don't want to be doing anything that is going to lower your state, especially when you're putting in time and money into these guys. It is better for you to not have friends than it is to have bad guy friends who are going to bring you down, who are going to take your state away, who are going to take your confidence away. And it's like I said before, in a lot of ways, you are the five people that 
that you interact with the most. And if those five guys are like shitting on you and taking your confidence down, how are you going to achieve the goals that you want? And how are you going to be able to live the lifestyle that you want? Okay, and this is a very um, important thing, especially if you are coming out of being a guy who perhaps uh, wasn't doing so great. What you're going to notice is that a lot of guys don't want to see you doing better. Okay, they want to keep you in that same position where you weren't doing so great. And as you start to make a lot of positive changes, they are going to try and pull you back down. It is that crabs in a bucket mentality where you are trying to get out and you're trying to get out to a better place. And a true friend will always support and be happy for whatever you do. Okay, that should be your guideline. If he's not, if he's trying to pull you down or he's trying to shit on you, or he's trying to tell you you can't do that. Not only is he not a true friend, but he is an enemy. Okay, because he is taking away from what you are trying to do. And he is trying to poison your life and your lifestyle. And you have to be ruthless with getting rid of those guys. And like I said, a true friend is very rare to find. So if you might, if you're in a transition period and you're becoming that guy who's a winner and positive and good energy and integrity and accountable, and the friends that you have are not that way, you are better off not having any friends until you're able to meet guys who are of the same mindset and who are going to reinforce what you're doing um, in a positive way and going to give you that positive feedback and that positive motivation and make your life better instead of make your life worse. All right. So that's it. I hope that uh, was useful to you. If you have any questions, let me know in the comments section. Um, check me out, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com. Check out my product, revolutionarylifestyledesign.com slash books. Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, SoundCloud. I'm everywhere. So check me out. Hopefully you found that useful. And as always, I wish you all the best in your personal development journey. And much love to you.